This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, January 18th. Mark, you had a day off yesterday. Did you take it? Did you do anything interesting? Did you have a moment to kind of memorialize the day for Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Who says I had a day off? Uh, no, I was editing you. Oh, my God. The the whining that I hear in all of this. You're in a bad mood. Let's be honest. You are having a bad technological day, aren't you? Uh, well, we are having technological gremlins. I don't know what the cause is, but yes. There's some gremlins in the pipeline. There are gremlins in our midst. And this happens every so often. So over the last week or so, I almost took down our entire email system because of gremlins. And I said to Mark, ah, well, at least you'd have zero emails to start with at the... (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there a sort of an excitement to that, Mark, to start fresh? There's a very appealing part of that, yes. I know, I know. You know, I know people who just actually empty their email inbox every so often, just like get rid of it and start over. And they figure if anything's important, someone will find me again. I don't know. I can't do that. You know, I can't. Well, do you that. are pretty, you are pretty nutty with the inbox though. I am, which is why I have you manage the Jill on money inbox. That would cause you great stress these days. Yeah. I mean, we are very happy that so many of you have contacted us. So let me be clear about that. I don't want you to think I take that for granted, but those messages start piling up. Do you know the best way to skip the line? Mark has figured it out. It's brilliant. It's going to the website to jillonmoney.com, hitting the contact button and clicking the box that says you would come on the air with us. That's how you skip the line. Well, Mark, I, I would say you get put in a new line. Let's put it that way. How long is the new line? It's growing. It's growing. Because people like being on the air because you know what? It's more fun, isn't it? It's just better. It's a better show. You, Mark, do you listen to the show after it's complete or do you feel like because you're editing it, that you really know the whole show. Yeah, I never listen. Okay, I listen every morning to our sister broadcast, Jill on Money. I never listen to the radio show, but I do listen to the daily Jill on Money podcast and the twice-weekly Eye on Money podcast. And uh, I just have to tell you that sometimes I laugh out loud because I think we're kind of funny. I used to listen when, you know, when we were going into the into the studio and I was riding the subway, that was kind of my subway routine as I would listen to a bunch of episodes just to make sure I didn't miss any edits or anything before they went live. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, now I don't, I don't have that time on the subway. Oh, do you miss it? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, commuting is awful and also kind of can be great as long as it's not too long of a commute or if you didn't have to do it every day. Right. I mean, that's also the other piece of it. Uh, All right. Well, listen, we want to get you guys on the air as much as possible because it's more fun. 
Today, we have Marie, who is on the line from the Bay Area in California. Marie is the name of my mother-in-law, Marie. So you better be careful. I could like (laughs) slip into some bad behavior all of a sudden. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. Uh huh. So what's going on? How can we help you out? Um, yeah, thanks a lot, Jill. Um, so I was poking around my 401k distribution this year to see if I needed to scoot stuff around. And I noticed a button that I hadn't seen before. Um, so I use a Roth 401k at work, but I know that um, my employer match is not Roth. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a button called view or change by source. And when I poked around, it looks like I could choose to direct my pre-tax money differently than my Roth money. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, by default, everything just sort of falls down by the normal allocation. And I, I, I've tried Googling this so many times that I just get so paralyzed between Roth and pre-tax, whether should one be bonds, should one be stocks, should one be high growth. So yeah, I was like, should I click this button? Should I do? Should I move stuff? So I figured I'd get, I'd call an expert. Oh my God. Don't click the button. I'm just <laughs> Tell us about yourself, Marie, and then let's go through some of the, some of the options that are out there. So Marie, how old are you? Uh, 33. Oh, nice and young. How much do you earn? Base salary is around 165. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get a bonus. So this year it should be around 20. Uh, there's also some stock benefits kind of sprinkled in. So mm-hmm. some uh, stocks at best, and then I do the employee purchase plan. So that sort of turns into a slightly unpredictable mini windfalls kind of throughout the year. How much is, is that usually in a, in most years? Not Nothing crazy, but like, what do you usually count? Is it 15 grand or 50 grand? Like one uh, five or five oh or anything like that? I'd say like 30. Okay. Plus 30 stock. And so you're selling, you're buying the stock through the employee purchase plan. And then as it vests, you're selling it every, you know, when it's available through when the window's open for you, right? Yeah. So I, um, I can like sell the ESPPs immediately, but I've kind of got myself into a calendar where I just, I hold them for the two years for the better tax benefit and the stock's gone up enough that that's been okay. And then just every six months at that point, I sell whatever two years ago's. Yes. Got it. Um, And I kind of just like, don't look at the price. just like, whatever. My calendar says I sell and I just sell when my calendar tells me to, which has saved me a lot of angst about the yeah. process. So how do you recommend that? That's great. And also it, it's not it, like it, it, it sort of saves you. And then also you, um, you don't have to worry about like, Oh, I'm going to try to time the market. Right? Yeah. Like, so you know, like, like, come nope. on. <laughs> okay. So you're 33 years old. Do you have a partner or a spouse? Yes, I am married. Okay. And what does that person uh, do? Or uh, let me just say this, how, how much does that person earn? I don't really care what they do. Uh, <laughs> Their income is kind of in between sources at the moment, so zero. Zero is not is zero is not exactly the amount of money that I was hoping to hear about, but okay. Uh, but this is a this is a short term thing, you think? Yes, it's a short term thing, and in the meantime, they do um, quite a lot of. Uh, I do zero unpaid emotional labor at home. So, ooh, um, are there children at home? Uh, not currently, but they are on. We're, we're planning. Ooh. This is exciting. Tell me more. What are we planning for? Many? Uh, two. Two. <laughs> two kids uh, are coming in the future. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, if, all, if all things align. Let's start with one. Yeah, it's easy for me to say from here, from my, my well-rested, childless place. It's easy to imagine two very cute ones, but uh, we'll, we'll see how I feel. <laughs> Mark, do you want to make the case against children right now in your sleep? No, 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 never. I would never make a case against having a child. I love Theo. I know you do, but really, 
The kid hasn't slept in three months. <laughs> well, no, he, he's uh, since we've talked last, he's kind of turned a corner. We we got a, a gate for his door. This this is the second gate yeah. that we got. The first one he leapt right over in no time at all. So I got an <laughs> extra tall gate, and it seems to be working. We've had a few all right. uh, four good nights in a row. All right. That's good. That's a trend. Okay, so I need a gate budget is what you're telling me. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, will, exactly. Marie, do you and your uh, spouse own a home? We do not. We are renters. Flight uh, curveball. Uh, I do co-own a duplex with my sister. So I'm a landlady. So I'm a landlady who rents. Um, but I, I rent out uh, my half of the duplex. Oh, how much money does that generate for you? Like on paper, about a thousand dollars a month, but we sort of pay ourselves. We have a little like in case the roof falls down fund. So yep. I I then hold on to maybe like five hundred dollars a month, um, and I just keep that in its own little account. Is this also yeah. in the Bay Area, or is this in a yeah. different part of the country? Okay, also in the Bay Area. And how much is the duplex worth? Definitely over a million. Um, maybe one point two. Why don't you guys live there for sibling harmony? Does she live there? Yes, she lives in her half. It works out right now that with my rent, like I'm not losing money, not living there. Oh, well, thanks a lot. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the, that's the hurdle. I'm not losing. I've got a, I've got 600 grand. Okay. Wait a second. First of all, what's the mortgage outstanding on this? 600 something. I didn't look up the exact. Okay. So in other words, you have $300,000 of equity and I should be happy that you're not losing. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to get into some family dynamic yeah, here? I'd love for you to, more- I'd love for you to share this. I think there's more to the story. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's, Let me, it's when you when you share a roof and a floor and you hear I don't I don't need to hear every one of their conversations. I don't need them hearing all of one of my conversations. There's oh a, my god. Uh, <laughs> okay, but you can't do anything with a duplex. I mean, that's a lot of money to have tied up. So yes. I want I hope that you're really rich. Otherwise, tell me about your other assets and and also what do you what's your rent right now? Three thousand two hundred. Oh, that's cheap. How'd you get that in the Bay Area? We moved kind of in the winter of the of the pandemic last year when mm-hmm. nobody was moving. So I think mm-hmm. we had some spooked landlords um, oh. who were like excited to get somebody in their house. That's um, great. That's so great. Now it's okay. Like, well, now I can't move. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're stuck there. Okay, Marie, what's in the Roth four hundred one k right now? How much money? Um, about three hundred ten. Okay, and what's in your traditional four hundred one k? Well, I guess so. Like that's the whole four hundred one k. I guess the Roth portion is yeah. um, uh, two fifteen, and the traditional okay. is um, ninety five. Okay, got it. And what about other investments? Um, the stock purchase, like, so how much money is out? Approximately, I know this is ve- very uh, this is variable, but how much money is in the stock right now? Um, about ninety. And you guys have an emergency reserve fund. I'm not talking about the uh, fund for the duplex, but the yeah, actual yeah. emergency reserve fund. Yeah, we have about 55 in cash, 30 like just for emergencies and 25 for like whatever the tax bill is. And if we want to go on a trip and like if the car breaks down, like Got it. more okay. predictable emergencies. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. 
And how about other investments outside of retirement for you? Um, well, we do have Roth IRAs. Ah, so how much to, is between in there? the two of us, um, about a hundred. We just made our our um, contributions this year, so we're doing backdoor mm-hmm. backdoor Rothing. And then uh, otherwise, I have about three hundred in a smattering of uh, robo brokerages. I think it would hmm. give Mark a heart attack to see that I have yeah. three. I have three robos in parallel. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> Mark is not a happy man right now. <laughs> I know. I signed up for all of them when they first started to see which one was better. And now like the switching cost is too high. So I'm just going to wait till I, whenever I like buy a house and sell them that I'll like. Wait a minute. You, I didn't know that there's a cost to get out. No, it's just the like emotional, like I got to fill out a form and sign a thing. Oh, and- for God's <laughs> sake. Hold on a second. I'm, we'll get to that in a second. So which are the three robos that you use? Uh, Elevest, Betterment, and Wealthfront. Elevest, Betterment. And which do you like the best? That's the thing is I like parts of all of them. Pick one and just put this all together. Okay. I know, I know. Does your does your spouse have any other old retirement that's kicking around from when they were working? No, he just has the the IRA. He was always self-employed before. So Okay. Um, he gets benefits through you, right? Yes. Okay. So that's it for the assets. So we run everything down. Is that is that all I need to know about? Is there some Bitcoin floating around, some Ethereum in a secret drawer? Oh yeah, I I do have a like a tiny little play account with a couple a couple thousand dollars of a couple of cryptos. Okay. Um and I've got like a tiny Robinhood account that's just to like scratch an itch, but it's again like three grand. Um, okay, so between the two, like uh five grand total sure. play account Robinhood. Okay. All right. So do you anticipate that you will be buying anything else in the future or are you gonna stay as renters for now? Um, just the way the Bay Area housing market is going, we'll probably stay renters for a while. Like whenever I do the rent versus own math, it just like doesn't make sense to own. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like with some experience of some of the annoyances that come with owning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but like rents are changing. So it, it like, it's, we're kind of on the bubble of which of those matter. We kind of, we'd like to own at some point. It'd be nice to like paint a wall and like kind of get settled in the way that ownership lets you get settled, like, mm-hmm. you know, landscaping and all that. Sure. Um, so, so we'd like to, but I don't know, a place just sold, it's like an 800 square foot place that sold for one point something million. And like, I'm mm-hmm. just not, even if I had that money, like I can't buy an 800 square foot house for over a million dollars. Um, so just the, yeah. <laughs> it seems stupid. I get you. I get you. Okay. Is there any possibility that your sister would buy you out of the duplex? I think that's unlikely. As I say, to there's only so much that we can do. You've given me the construct, like that's not happening. Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, but but yeah, now but, creative solutions around it. But yeah, I think right now it's uh, that's not happening. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go back to cleaning up some of this crap. Uh, <laughs> where are your Roth IRAs held? Uh, Vanguard. So here's what you're going to do. You should open up a Vanguard account. Mm-hmm. A, and just move all that $300,000 from Elvest, Betterment, and Wealthfront. I don't even know why you need that. Why would you need the, those? What's the difference? Like, why do you need those three? Are you uncomfortable managing your own money? You're managing your Roths, right? Yeah, I think for me, because I, I started them like years ago, back when kind of be, like they were a thing, and I was just sitting on a bunch of cash. And so when the choice was like, they just had such easy user interfaces that I invested at all. In a perfect world, I would self-manage in Vanguard, but... They've, they've made this easy enough that I actually do it. And so that's kind of what got me on all of them, but I couldn't decide which one, so I picked all three. Yeah, I think now I have my portfolio it is of a size where it, it would just be easier to shove them on Vanguard. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's just, just for fun, 
Mark, this is a fun thing to do. What is the thing that you like about each of these platforms? Like what's the best thing about Elvest? Honestly, like some of their portfolio, like just kind of the value driven, like some of their portfolio offerings are like not necessarily going to make me the most money, but are doing good things with my money, or at least like match my values as far as like fun, small community oriented yes. places and environmental places. And yeah, a little ESG. Okay, Betterment. What's the best thing about them? Honestly, Betterment, it's mostly that it actually is really hard to get your money out of them. You have to like fax something. Like, like Are you kidding me? No, like you can't do like an ACH. It, it's hard. It's just hard to transfer the money out. Um, so I yep. feel a bit more trapped in that one, frankly. Um, but FYI, that's of course why you should make that the number one, the yeah. first thing you should do. <laughs> okay, Wealthfront. What's good about them? They've got like a really funny, fun interface. Like they've got kind of a neat. They're the only people I've seen that do kind of a layperson chart out what your financial future looks like, and you can put things in like in five years I want a kid, and in twenty years I want a kid. And they so actually the- like forecast that kind of stuff out in a fun way. So how much is Wealthfront yeah. cost these days? Um, I think it's the same 0.15 or 0.25. Yeah, it's like a quarter of a percent. Here's the good news. This 300 grand plus your Roth IRAs, you could actually sign up for Vanguard Personal Service Advisor. You can actually get advice. You could use their robo if you want and their advice module as well. So that's something to consider. I think that would be worth it if you just wanted another set of eyes. Move everything to Vanguard. I'm going to just tell you just flat out, I'm hearing this, like, you know what you need to do. Let's get this done. That's number one. The stock you've got the game plan for, perfect. The OG reason that you actually called and got on the line with us is a funny question. So just frame it one more time and Mark's going to answer for you. Okay. Um, should I allocate my pre-tax versus post-tax 401k money differently in my available funds? I would. I mean, if you can do that, just make sure that you can actually do that. Uh, I know you think you can. I'm just not 100% convinced that the plan will actually allow you to do that. Um, it's like, I can send you a screenshot of what it shows like. It's it's like pretty... Yeah, yeah. It, it looks pretty just, unambiguous. I think, it, I think it can. Yeah, send a screenshot. I'd like to see it. But if you can, I would probably, I mean, the way I personally do it is I put my bonds in my tax deferred account. So I would put that in your in like in your pre-tax account. The Roth, I would keep probably 100% equities. If that doesn't take care of the entire allocation that you're looking for, then you can put the remaining of the equities also in the pre-tax. Jill? I'm all in. I just do what you tell me to do, Mark. I mean, the guy's a CFP. I'm I'm good. Yeah, that's fine. That's per I mean, you are like looking at this um this teeny little thing that is I get that yeah, you know, it's a question and I want to answer it and all I can focus on is that goddamn duplex. <laughs> so honestly, you lost me at the duplex right now. Again, I am just I'm trying to help you. You see how empathic I am? You're it's not a, wrong. Just, like I don't I'm, I don't disagree with your advice. I just uh I know. Uh, I there just are, want to, uh, other so other factors. So what's the end game with this duplex? Are you stuck there forever like you're stuck at Betterment? um uh an end game is either selling the whole thing or turning the whole thing into into renting as one says when you mix family and money you would now have like multiple Uh, people involved in decision making i can just hear Um, the uncertainty in your voice i know right i know it's like i'm stuck with this goddamn thing for the rest of my life and i hate my sister's husband something like that my sister's husband's great i like him a lot Look, I think that you guys are in great shape. Um, I'd love it if um, your spouse had a job. I'm sure that uh, he would love that too. It sounds to me like you're in 
you know, like you're really in the accumulation phase. This is exactly what you should be doing. I think the neat thing would be, it sounds to me like you like the idea of the planning. I think the idea of going to Vanguard and consolidating and maybe using that advice component that they offer for, you know, 0.30%, you could get advice, certainly is worth it. It, You really are on track to do great things. So I don't, I don't think that there's something horrible going on here. Do, do you guys have estate planning documents done? Uh, not yet. I just signed up. So with the benefit election this year, we have like a lawyer benefit. So I signed oh, up great. for that this year so that we could knock it out, especially once you have this weird co-owned duplex. Like I think my estate will be a little goofy. So yeah, getting that all all squared away. What about life insurance on your life? Because now with him not working, he is relying on all of you for his income needs. Yes. So I have uh, life insurance through work, but it's not uh, portable. Is that the word? So I, uh, especially like pre, pre-kid having, um, I owe a phone call. I'm a millennial. And the fact that I need to make a phone call to um, the life insurance people is... <laughs> Wait a second, millennial. Let me make your life easy. You don't need a phone call. Don't call. Just go to Policy Genius. No, but the phone call is part of Policy Genius. In order to finish the application, you have to have a ten-minute phone call, and I'm stuck at that stage in the process. So I owe them a phone call. Check out another one. It's called Haven Life, all online. Okay, thank you. But you you can only get a million bucks. Uh, I I think it may have increased it since we've used it. All right. How much do you think I should be insured? At least a million, and it's probably going to be more. Um, you know, because again, let's pretend he never works again. That's kind of where you have to, that's where you start. Yeah. Um, and if you had two kids, you know, then you're going to need a bunch of money. So it's going to be, it's probably a million and a half, maybe two, especially if you're the primary wage earner for most of your life. All right. Well, Marie, thank you so much for contacting us. And we really do appreciate you joining us today on the program. Yeah. Thanks a lot. You got a lot of stuff moving around. You got robo accounts. You got investment accounts. You have little pieces all over. Mark is happy to sweep them up for you and just (laughs) give you the best possible outcome. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button, and you can ask us your question. And of course, if you would like to come on the air with us, then there's a little box and you can check it. You can read, you can listen, you can watch TV stuff. You can check out our resource section and please sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It comes out every single Friday. You can follow the Eye on Money show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You also may want to subscribe to our other podcast. It's called Jill on Money. Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer of this program. We are distributed by Viacom CBS. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We would really like to encourage you to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.